Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Sincerely Allison podcast. It feels so good to say that. It feels like I haven't talked to you guys in such a long time, and I'm really sorry about that. I will explain why there was not an episode last week, but if you are new here, hi, my name is Allison. I'm the host, and I am so glad that you're here today. I hope you are all doing well and you're ready to start your weekend off right with this podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be a little sappy and I'm already apologizing, I'm sorry for that, sharing my dance experience and saying thank you to everyone and everything that it has given me. But first, let's start with the highs and lows of my week and what I'm looking forward to. So before I share my highs and lows and what I'm looking forward to this coming week, I'm going to explain why there was not an episode last Friday, April 2nd. And the reason is my school has been doing mental health days instead of a spring break, which I'm sure most colleges and universities have been doing this year. And we had two days off, Thursday the 1st and Friday the 2nd. And I went home for the weekend to spend time with my parents, um, especially for Easter, and I left my microphone at school. So I was really excited to have time to record the episode on Thursday, and about an hour into my drive that morning, I realized that I did not have it. So I just took the weekend off to spend time with my family. I didn't do a lot of homework. I just kind of relaxed for the most part, and it was much needed. So That's the reason why it was nice to take a little break, but I'm back and I'm excited for this episode, even though it's definitely going to be a little sad for me. But first, let's start with my lows. I would definitely say that schoolwork has been piling up because the end is near. It's very, very crazy and hard to believe that I will be done with undergrad in less than a month or about a month. There's not a whole lot of time left and I'll be graduating in like five, six weeks, which is absolutely insane. It flies by. So that's kind of my low as I'm realizing that the end is near and there's a lot of schoolwork, which is of course not fun, especially because the weather is so beautiful, which is part of my high. I have two parts to that. It's obviously the very nice weather. It's been in the 70s and 80s the past few days and sunny. It's going to rain this weekend, which we're not going to dwell on, but just kind of annoying. And I'm also getting vaccinated soon. I'm so excited to get vaccinated. I don't know which vaccine I'm going to get, but I'm just really excited for that opportunity. And as far as what I'm looking forward to this coming week, we have a day off on Wednesday, which I know is weird, like a Wednesday. Why? Because that's our university-wide research and symposium day, and I would actually, on a regular year, be sharing my research on that day because it's research day. But through some complications and weird things, my whole class will be presenting two weeks later, so we will be presenting in a couple of weeks instead. So it's a day off to mostly just do schoolwork and hopefully spend some time outside if it's going to be nice. I kind of want to take a picnic that day, something like that. I think that will be really fun. So that's what I'm looking forward to this coming week. And now let's get into the bulk of the episode. So the inspiration for this episode comes from the fact that as of March 30th, 
which is about nine days ago, my formal dance career is officially over. If you did not know, I've been dancing for most of my life. It's a huge part of my identity, and it has impacted me in so many ways. When thinking of an episode for this week, I thought that it would be the perfect way to say a little thank you to the sport that changed my life. And I'm one of those people that thinks that dance is both a sport and an art combined, but we'll just say sport because it's easier. I've had a little bit of time to process it. I thought about doing this episode last week, but it was still kind of new and I was still like pretty upset about it. I'm still upset about it, but I'm definitely in a much better place than I was last week, so I thought it would be good for this week. And how it's going to work is I'm going to share a backstory of my dance career, and then I'm going to talk about how it changed me through the people that I met, the lessons I learned, and so on and so forth. And I'm going to try to make this as raw and real as I can, so I apologize in advance if I sound a little sappy at times because, as I said, I'm good now, but I'm still a little sad. I began dancing when I was very young, and the reason I started dancing is because my next-door neighbor did, and she was a couple years older than me, and naturally, I wanted to be just like her. And the funniest thing about my first time dancing was I was really young, and my mom couldn't put my hair into a bun, so she put it into pigtails, and I had on like a pink leotard and a tutu, you know, you know, everything that you need for your very first ballet class, and obviously when you're that young, you don't know that your hair is incorrect, and my mom didn't really know either. It's just kind of funny to look back on, and so I danced throughout my childhood, But I also tried other sports. I tried soccer, swim, cheer, basketball, gymnastics, theater, choir, all of those things. But I kept coming back to dance. I loved it. It was something really fun and nothing else really stuck. I'm not the most naturally athletic person. I didn't like take to sports from the time I was young. I wish that I would have, but if I had, it wouldn't have led me to dance. And I was never the best dancer in the room. I'm not built like a beautiful ballet dancer. I'm not really tall. I don't have long, lean lines, any of that. I'm more athletic. I'm shorter. I have muscles. So I'm not the natural build for a dancer. But one thing was for sure, I really loved it. And I worked hard. I started taking it seriously when I was about 12 or 13. I was also in choir and theater at that time, but I really decided probably late middle school that I wanted to focus mainly on dance. I saw more of a future, more longevity with dance, and so I still did other things, but dance was like the big thing for me. I was performing at local events and I was competing. I was training a couple days a week for like 10, 12, 13, 14 hours and I really fell in love with it and I wanted to be at the studio as much as possible and it honestly became my passion overnight because 
I always loved it and I always thought that it was really fun, but I wasn't always super passionate. Like I was not one of those kids that lived, breathed, and ate dance. I loved it, but I wasn't one of those amazingly talented child dancers. Definitely not me. And upon entering high school, I realized that I wanted to dance in college. People were talking about it, and I saw people from my studio going on to do that, and I realized that that was something that I really wanted to do. So in high school, I did the dance team at times, and I also competed, and I spent so much time in the studio. I took as many classes as I could. I practiced at home. I worked out at home. I also watched tons of college dance team videos. I stalked all the profiles on social media. And I just realized that was something that I really wanted to do. So I made it a goal for myself to make my university's dance team. And a funny story was that on March 30th, 2017, and if you were listening earlier, you know the significance of March 30th. My mom and I came and toured my current university. We got there pretty early. We always get places early. And we were just sitting there looking through brochures. And one of the women came up to me and she was talking to me, trying to get me to talk about my major and things like that. And she was like, what types of activities do you do? And what do you want to do when you come to college? And I said, oh, I'm a dancer. And she was like, oh, we have a ton of dance opportunities here. She was like, we have the dance team. We have more of a performance-based team. Like we have all kinds of teams. I think you would really find something that you would like. And as soon as she walked away, I looked at my mom and my mom looked at me and we were like, the dance team. That was what I wanted to do. I wanted to dance at basketball games. I wanted to be on the dance team. I wanted that. And so I made it my goal and my mission once I knew that I was going to be coming to this university to make the team. So I spent most of that summer practicing. I worked out a lot. I made sure that my flexibility was still there and I could still do all of my tricks and my technique was good. I worked so hard. And as soon as I got here, I went to the gym and I wanted to be in tip-top shape. I even attended the events that they were holding, messaged them on social media, made my roommate take videos of me so I could practice. I did it all. And at the end of the third week of my freshman year, I found out that I made the team. And long story short, I cried. I jumped up and down and I cried. I was so excited. And at that time, I had no idea how much this team would mean to me and how much I would need to be on the dance team because it was truly the reason why I stayed at my university because it gave me so much. But at the time, I didn't know. I began performing at basketball games, club football games, various events, and we did a competition. And when I was there, probably about halfway through my freshman year, I realized I wanted to be captain one day. And I made it my goal and I made it the mission to become captain one day. And luckily, that goal did happen. That little mini dream came true. My junior year of college, which was 2019-2020, I was co-captain. And then for my senior year, which is 
right now, 2020, 2021, I was the captain. And even though my senior year definitely did not pan out the way it was supposed to, neither did the end of my junior year, it was still a good year and I still got to dance. And I also realized through this that no matter what life throws my way, even a global pandemic, I will always dance, no matter what. Obviously, I won't be on a dance team, but I will always dance, and I will always love it. I will find ways for it to be in my life. I don't know what those ways will look like right now, but it will always be in my life. And through all of those things, dance has given me so much. It has given me an outlet to express myself on the good days, on the bad days, even just the regular days. I was always so excited to get to go to dance. There were obviously days where I was like, I'd rather be asleep or I'd rather be doing something else or I was really stressed out, but I never regretted going to dance. It was something that I could look forward to and it was my way to get all of my anger and frustration out. And it was also the place where no matter what was going on outside of dance, none of it mattered for the two hours that I was there. All that mattered was that I was able to dance. And it gave me a reason to keep going. I was not happy my first semester of my freshman year. I wanted to transfer. I was really stressed. It didn't feel like home. But Dance gave me a reason to stay. It gave me a reason to keep going. It gave me friends. It gave me opportunities. It showed me a different side of college. And I've never once regretted joining the team or staying at my university because dance was able to give me all of these incredible opportunities. It also gave me the chance to exercise, the ability to stay in shape and stay fit and actually move my body because it can be really hard to do that in college because you're just so busy, you have so much going on. But multiple times a week for two hours, I was able to dance and I had that exercise time penciled into my schedule each day and that's not something that everybody gets to do. So I didn't have to think about when am I going to go to the gym? When am I going to work out? When am I going to do this? Because 8 o'clock p.m., that was when I went to dance and I knew I was able to get a good exercise. It also gave me so many opportunities that I never would have gotten had I not danced. I went to so many competitions. In my college time, I've traveled to different colleges and universities. I've danced uh, on the sidelines of some pretty intense basketball games. I've met so many amazing people. And it's just been something that if I hadn't done it, I wouldn't have been able to do half of these things and all of these memories just wouldn't be there. It also gave me some of my best friends from college and also from high school My closest friends, the ones that I know I will stay in touch with once I graduate, are mostly ones from dance. Not necessarily all of them, but most of my friends are from dance, and I have the best memories with them, the best experiences with them, and there was always something that bonded us together 
which is really hard and can be hard to find in college. It also gave me confidence. I learned how to be confident in myself, not only as a dancer, but as a person. It gave me the confidence in myself as a leader, too. I wasn't the most confident person. I was really shy and quiet growing up, and I I still am, definitely, but it gave me the courage and the confidence to become a leader on campus and within the team. And I've had so many leadership roles since I've started college that if you had told me four years ago that I would be doing them, I never would have believed you because I wasn't confident in myself and I didn't know what was out there and what was possible for me. But dance gave me the tools that were needed to become an incredible leader. And I'm still learning and I'm still growing, but I'm so proud of what I actually have accomplished. And I owe so much of that to dance. And dance also allowed me to find my passion. I am so passionate about dance because I love it. But I'm also super passionate about storytelling. And that's something that I get to do in my future career for the rest of my life. I love dances that tell a story. And I was drawn to dance because you can be somebody else. You can allow people to come into a different world for however long you're dancing for. And I learned how to become a better storyteller. And that's what I'm going to be doing in my career. So it helped lead me to my future career. But most importantly, it helped me find me. I was really lost for a while growing up because I just didn't know who I was, didn't know what I was passionate about, didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. And dance enabled me to find myself when I had no idea that I was even searching for myself. And that's really powerful that something like this could really do that much. I became who I am over the course of many, 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 many years, and I'm still obviously evolving. But dance really played a big part in who I am today because the experiences and the lessons that I will get to in a moment have really shaped who I am as a person. And I like who I am as a person. I like Allison. And I like Allison the dancer. And as I said, it's taught me a lot of life lessons. It's taught me that you're not always going to win. So you need to learn how to lose gracefully. Which can be really hard, especially when you think that you're going to win. You're not always going to win. But you can't be a sore loser about not winning. Especially when you're on a stage in front of hundreds of people, especially parents, you want to know how to lose gracefully and also understand that everyone deserves time in the spotlight. And just because it wasn't your time, it was somebody else's time and you should learn to celebrate those people because they also worked hard and they deserved it too. Not saying you didn't work hard and you didn't deserve it, but you should definitely celebrate those people and celebrate the little wins too. It taught me that there's always going to be someone prettier, smarter, better, more talented, more well-liked, 
And that's okay. That will be a constant in life forever. But who cares? You are unique and you are beautiful. And you shouldn't compare yourself to anyone else for all the reasons that I just stated. Just be who you are because that is always enough. And who cares if someone's better than you or prettier than you? So what? Like, honestly, like, I'm really saying this. Like, honestly, who cares? Just move on from that. I know it seems like, of course I care when you're really young. But when you get older, you're like, eh, good for them. They are beautiful. You're right. We should tell them that they are beautiful and lift them up because we want them to lift us up too. It taught me to not let fear stop me from achieving my dreams and my goals. I have some pretty big dreams, and I am definitely someone that sets a lot of goals. I'm a high achiever. And I was scared for a lot of things growing up, but I'm still scared of a lot of things. But dance can also be scary because you're moving your body in so many different ways. There are some dangerous tricks, and I'm not a tricks person, but there are some dangerous tricks, and you have to put your mind over matter sometimes and believe that you can do something. And you know that once you're not fearful, you can really do anything. Once I stopped letting fear dictate what I was going to do and get in my way, I achieved so much more. And I learned that in the dance studio. It also taught me that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. As I said, I am by no means ever going to be the best dancer in the room. I am not the most talented. I am not gifted. Not at all. By no means. But I work hard. And that has always set me apart. I'm a hard worker. And it helps a lot because if you're naturally talented and you have the beautiful body and you can do everything, but you stop trying, those people that are just going to be working hard, they could pass you by. And although we don't want others to pass us by, that's reality. So just keep working hard. And if you are naturally gifted, work hard too because you don't want anyone to pass you by. This one's also kind of cheesy, but it also taught me that teamwork truly does make the dream work. It is important when you're on a team to work with other people. You cannot do everything alone, and you shouldn't want to do anything alone. And when you work together with the people that you're on a team with, you achieve better results, and you can reach your goals much faster. And it's even more rewarding because you got to do it with your friends and your teammates by your side. And it taught me to never go a day without doing what you love or your passion, which are usually the same thing. I dance every single day. I may not be in a dance studio. I may not be practicing, but I'll dance around my kitchen I'll dance when I'm with my friends. I'll even dance in the car when I'm listening to music. I dance every single day. 
and I also write every single day. Those are two things that I love and I'm passionate about, and I don't let a day go by without doing them because I love them and they make me feel good and I feel so much happier and I know I'm a better person when I do those things. So never let a day go by without doing what you love. And finally, it taught me that you're always going to have a bad day. Bad days are inevitable. We all have them. We all have to go through them. But you need to learn how to push through those bad days because there is sunshine and rainbows and a more positive, brighter, better, happier day on the other side. And it's okay to have a bad day. Own it. Be like, yeah, I'm not having a good day today. I'm not happy. Okay. Say it. Own it. Deal with it and move on. Because better days are coming. And you just need to push through the bad days and learn from them and then move on. So to dance, thank you. Thank you for giving me some of my closest friends. Thank you for giving me a reason to smile. Thank you for being my escape. Thank you for the memories that will always stay with me. Thank you for the opportunities to learn and grow, both as a person and as a dancer. Thank you for the amazing experiences. Thank you for all of the life lessons. Thank you for making me stronger. Thank you for giving me a reason to keep going even when it was really hard and felt impossible. Thank you for always being there. Thank you for showing me who I truly am. Thank you for bringing me to where I am today. Thank you for pushing me to be my best. Thank you for being my first love. And thank you for the best years of my life. My formal dance years may be over, but knowing me, I will never stop dancing. It just may look a little different from now on. I am so, so, so grateful for everything that dance has given me and taught me because I truly wouldn't be where I am or who I am today if I hadn't been that little girl in ballet class with pigtails in her hair, not knowing what she was doing. I have loved my time as a competitive and collegiate dancer, and I can't wait to see where I go from here. So to dance, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. You are my passion, and I am so blessed to have been fortunate enough to dance this long. 
I dreamt of being on a college dance team when I was younger, but I really didn't know if it was possible. And to be able to live out that dream for four years is amazing. And I will always remember everything that I've learned and gained from it and all of the memories that I've made. And who knows, I may be back to coach one day. You never know. Thank you to everybody who listened to today's episode. I know it was a little different and it was a little sappier, but I hope that you guys still enjoyed it. And if you did, please follow me on your favorite podcast streaming platform, whether that be Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to. And also feel free to follow me on Instagram at SincerelyAllisonK. That way you can stay up to date on all things SincerelyAllison. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.